What's going on, everybody? Devoid G Money and Banks of America. This is the Not For Debate podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Uh, today, we have a special guest in the building. We are bought on Brighton. What did you say, Banks? Just real quick. I feel like we should have like countdown music. Like, like we have a countdown ticker, and then it's just for the hell of it. It's just something we want to look into. But I'll, I'll that's beside that. the point. I will, I will definitely add that to the <laughs> that's list. That's something I'll be th- You know I'll be thinking all the time, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely add that to the list. But, um, Brian, what's going on with you, man? Appreciate you coming on to the show. Oh, absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me. And appreciate you, Banks, for stealing my thunder here. I'm just happy that you guys can all be a part of the show, bro. I'm... The, the platform is definitely spread one. Like I said, when I started this whole thing with me and Devore, what was it, three years ago now, Devore? Two years ago? I lost was it count. two years? I lost okay. count, but I think it's been two years since we started this show. So it's definitely expanding, and I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My appreciate guy, you guys having me. This is my first time being – I haven't been on a show with Havoc in – feels like this forever. This Reunited yes. in it's 2020. Exactly. Got have it back to back Wednesdays. It must be something going on. Yeah, it's just it's just the changing of the terms in school, man. That that that's what it is. <laughs> Y'all got me in between terms. Bro, it's 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 on point as always, man. You know, we uh we out here we out here trying to get the summa come loud. For all my uh, higher higher oh, wait, educational people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Trust me, you got, you got, Trust me, you put that on your resume. It's it's it, it, it's very right. No, no, no! It doesn't sound right though. You think about it, Suma come loud, like. See, the thing is, don't think about too much, man. Don't think about too much, man. How, how do you spell that? Don't think about too much. Yes, spell that for us, please. No. No, no, no! I'm, I'm, not, I'm not indulging you. We can move okay. on with the topics. Okay, so, so Brian, since you since you're a special guest on the show, we usually have our little initiation here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what teams you rep, uh, where you're from, stuff. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, born and raised in uh, Seattle, Washington. Uh, Got to rep the Hawks Ooh. because of that, whether uh, they're doing well or not. Uh, so that's why. I'm excited. Me and Banks are going to have a little rivalry here with the NFC West. Uh, besides that, got uh, twins, uh, boy and a girl, 16-month-olds, and uh, just trying to grind away, put, put something together for them. That's about it. That's good. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that, bro. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Welcome the to the twin world. Oh, you got some twins? Oh, that's right. Banks yeah. does have twins. I forgot. Yeah, he does. Girl and a boy, right? Like just just yep. break it down for me real quick. How was that experience with twins? Because I got a I got a two year old and a seven month year old in the house, and I that's that's pretty hectic. So I know twins <laughs> has got to be stressful. Well, I, let, I let that guy up here explain it. He's the new parent here. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely some days are real rough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the one the one good thing is this is never a dull moment in the house. I mean, like you experienced with a two year old and a seven month old, they're into everything and. 
think about that, but they kind of share one mind at times and they both go in, in opposite directions to both things that they shouldn't be doing. And you can't, you can't go both ways to stop them. Um, but, uh, but I mean, it's good. It's never a dull moment. Like I said, it's always, uh, always fun to see them learning new stuff. It's crazy to see the differences between personality and learning. I mean, how quick one learns and what they learn. Like my daughter picks up words and can understand stuff way better than my son, but my son is, much bigger and stronger and, and a little bit more advanced, probably moving around and stuff. So it's just crazy to see the stark differences. So it's fraternal. <laughs> like I said, it's good. Yeah, fraternal, fraternal. Right, yeah. Well, well welcome. You, How about I you, think you're a little bit too. I don't say, I think you're a little bit too nice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the kids you talk about. So, hey. <laughs> hey, if this wasn't being recorded, my whole language might have been a little different, you know, but they might see this <laughs> at some point. <laughs> 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 well, that, when my kids or my twins are at that age, bro, don't get it twisted, man. I love being a parent. Fatherhood is the most important thing. Yeah. It's the only hood I want to rep. Absolutely. Um, so um, fatherhood is amazing. The twins are amazing. Um but man, it was so hard. There's early stages, like you said, bro, dealing with two different personalities and, you know, picking and choosing when you got to pick this one up and put this one down and the crying, bro, it was, it was tough. It was a tough time, bro. But, um, they're, they're got eight through years it, you got old through now. It. Yeah, man, absolutely, bro. By the grace of God, bro. Uh, they're eight years old now. Um, and, uh, they started third grade, uh, a, a few days, which is their what? third day of school now tomorrow be that fourth day back in school then the third grade so yeah man but you're gonna when they age bro you're gonna you're gonna miss the little days that you got now when they were just tiny little beans as they age um but man congratulations on that man it's, it's, it's this is your only two right yeah yeah first two first two and life most likely only hand, bro. Right, what I was gonna say like, well, at least you got it done. At least you got it. Out yeah. Of well, yeah. Out. I wanted, I wanted one of each, and my woman wanted one kid, so she kind of, she got kind of what she wanted in one pregnancy. I got kind of what I wanted in, in a boy and a girl, but timing wise, it definitely was was not what we were planning for. Uh, but you know, things happen for a reason. And you got to figure it out, and especially with kids. I mean, that's not something you can just oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out at some point. Like, no, you got to <laughs> strap down and, and put it together. You know, for the babies, yeah. so. Yeah, that's dope. Um, but before before we before we move on to the next topic, Havoc, I needed to get you hip of what yeah. was going to be going on in the near future. So Quinte put out a wager Saturday mm. Saturday evening, as far as us supposedly having a certain amount of time of getting in shape. New and Year's. New Year's. He said New Year's. Well, that wasn't referred to me. That was referred to everybody else. But uh everybody a certain amount of time <laughs> everybody a certain amount of time to get into shape because supposedly we're supposed to be racing i don't i'm not sure what the wager is at this point but that's 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 the grind of, that we are on right now so okay. you got you got you got to get right i just well, know i just know i'm not coming in last i'm not coming in last well i mean i'm heavier i'm heavier than everybody but i'm not coming in last that's, i mean no i'm definitely heavier than you bro I'm, I'm, I've been kind of staying. I mean, I've, I'm in relatively pretty decent shape, and uh, I ran, I ran long distance in high school. So, I mean, race is a race is not an issue for me. He wants to race, I'm ready. I don't yeah. even need a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Confident. 
Quick it ain't hey, You know, I saw we was in the group chat. We was talking, and then he he sent a voice message talk about some. I just left the gym. I'm like, okay, he taking this joint seriously. Okay, what the hell are you talking about, man? Oh yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. And then I hear G. Yeah, he talked saying something earlier today. I'm like, okay, so these mugs is really trying to do something here right now. Serious? Okay. All right. So I I just I thought I'd give you the heads up, Havoc. This is what we. This is what's about to go down. I've been I've been talking to Banks. I throwing it out there. We about to get a nice little production crew. I'm they go. It's gonna have a nice little cutscene before we end up walking out, getting ready to do this run and everything. Like it's gonna be beautiful. So you know that you know that little music okay. they play. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Now, 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 now we we just need to find a washed up version of that song, and we'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First things first, Banks. I'm gonna go ahead and let you have your moment. Um, when it comes down to the Los Angeles Rams, they just made a trade with the New England Patriots. Um, one second. <clears throat> Screen froze. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Traded with the New England Patriots, they sent over a fifth and a sixth round pick that could possibly convert to a fourth for New England Patriots running back Sony Michelle. You have the floor, my friend. Ain't that much to say, man. Just just my boys getting better, man. Making moves. I was I was actually kind of worried. Well, when Cam Akers went down, I was sad. You guys remember? I was really like upset about that because Cam Akers is a Florida State guy. Then he ends up going from my favorite college team to my favorite pro team. And he gets hurt. And I felt like at the end of the season last year, he was starting to fill himself out. He was really coming into his own. Then he got hurt working out. So that was a bummer. But then I thought, oh, all right, well, we got Darrell Henderson. That's, that's not a big deal. I mean, he, he was actually carrying a load for a little bit before uh, Cam Akers came back last season and, and kind of got us through. Um, and then he goes down. And it's like, damn, man, I'm, I'm thinking, like, who, who the hell are we going to pick up? Like, what options do we have at running backs? So I started thinking about, you know, Adrian Peterson, and I said to myself, AP doesn't really fit our scheme, like what we're trying to do. We're trying to run outside the tackles a lot, stretch the defense out, to hit them with the play, like McVay always seems to do. Um, And then you get an alert on my phone today, and it says the Rams are traded for Sonny Michelle. I'm like, that is perfect. Like, Sonny Michelle, if you you remember him last year, he was actually starting to, you know, really warm up with the, the New England Patriots, too. He got hot. And so I really can't believe that the Patriots decided to move on from him. But I think it I think them getting rid of Sonny Michelle is because it really hasn't worked out for Sonny Michelle in New England that much besides last year. And uh and that rookie he got from uh I can't remember his name, uh Stevenson is his last name. Um that kid has been looking amazing in the preseason. Like he's been running all over everybody. So you know, as you know, the Patriots have a crowded backfield right now. They got like four or five or six running backs. So uh, yeah. there's a lot of players on the roster that's expendable at the running back position. So for the Rams to go after uh, Sonny Michelle and to get him for a fifth and a sixth round pick, potentially a fourth round pick, depending on what we land at the end of the season or how well Sonny Michelle does. Um, you not know, a bad that's, trade. That's kind of important. Yeah, it's not a bad trade at all. I mean, we don't really as you as the Rams are continuing to, to prove to, every, to everybody two things. Draft picks don't matter for the most part. <laughs> and and the, the salary cap can be 
can be uh, manipulated. So I like to pick up. Um, depends on how you look at it. Both teams want to trade, but uh, I, I can't wait to see what Sonny Michelle uh, comes out there and do. I, I'm, I'm excited for it, personally. I'm not going to brag and gloat like I would normally do. I'm just going to let it weigh out. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm going to be humble. Man, we got to see all the Seahawks fans in here, man. We, you know, they won a division last year and lost us in the playoffs, but, you know. <laughs> it's already starting. I had to throw, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> so it doesn't, show you, it doesn't matter who wins that division, to be honest with you, because most likely it's going to be three teams that are going to represent, they're going to come out of the playoffs in that division. This is how good yeah. that division Mm. Yeah, but also sounds yeah. like Bill Belichick wasn't about. Bill Belichick is very aware of who from his rookie class he's going to give a contract extension to. Who's going to get? The, who's going to get to the second contract? I don't think he's looking at Sony Michelle thinking, you know what? Let's give him another. Let's give him. Let's give him four years. Like that was never going to happen. So for me, I think it's just him. I wouldn't say cutting his losses because he's still a productive player. But I mean. You know, a, a fifth and a sixth for a dude who's going to be a, a rotation back. All right, that's probably what he said. He was probably like, "I right, I got I got enough people that can that can uh, that can that can do what he does for me. Maybe not as well, but well enough." So mm. it's it's it, it, it it's exactly that. I think it's a win win. Everybody got what they wanted. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, like like Banks said, I think they have four running backs on the roster right now. So they're they're okay at the running back position. They can they they can afford the trade one. And then if you look at the Rams side, they need someone who can, you know, help the offense more. So, you know, I know we make fun of Banks about his Rams, but they, you know, honestly, they have a chance to win it all this year. They really do. They don't need to win a division to 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 you know to win a championship. So, yeah, good trade on both sides. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pass this on to Brighton because I'm pretty sure he got a lot to say about that. You said the Rams have a pretty good chance of bringing this whole they do. thing home. Okay. They do, they do. Go, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, say, say, say your piece. Well, 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 first, let me go ahead and touch on the trade. Uh, I mean, I do think the trade was was very good on both sides. Uh, as everybody pointed out, I mean, the Patriots' backfield is clearly crowded. Uh, and I think what Damian Harris showed and what McDaniels and Belichick both love with their offense is versatility, right? And not that Sonny Michelle can't catch a pass, but you know when he's on the field, it's most likely going to be a run, right? I mean, he, he's not as versatile as a Burkhead, as a James White, as Damian Harris. And I think, you know, what Damian Harris showed them in that middle stretch of last year before he got hurt towards the end there, that he can do it. Uh, especially with you have Burkhead there, who's versatile, jack of all trades. You got White there, who can easily take down all the passing down work and give you some good inside runs here and there. Uh, so I do think it was a very good trade for the Patriots, kind of uh, shoring up their or getting rid of some pieces that they might not need, uh, or might just be making it harder for people to get into rhythm or get a flow of the game. And obviously, great on the Rams. Like Daryl Henderson's not out long term, at least the last news that I saw. But when he goes down, you're like, who? Now who's left? Um, and McVeigh is probably a top four, top three offensive mind in the NFL right now. Um, I mean, maybe even higher than that. I've had, the only person I can really think of for sure that's above him is Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Um, but other than that, I mean, McVeigh is from the Shanahan tree, and he is ridiculous when it comes to manipulating schemes. And I don't think they needed to trade for Sony Michelle necessarily. I think they could have made it work with whoever they had there and still put up numbers. I mean, to, I was to looking bank. forward to Funk. 
to, well, to, def- well, to your point before, right? I mean, you guys beat us. You were nice about it, right? We won the division. We were looking like <laughs> a dominant team all year. Well, all six games to start the year and then looking terrible for about six weeks and then looking pretty good again. Um, but you were nice about it. You beat us with your backup quarterback and a banged up Jared Goff, right? I mean, McVay can clearly scheme. Not that our defense was the legion of boom of the past by any means last year, but still, I mean, you guys can clearly scheme. You have Aaron Donald on one side of the ball uh, who completely t- takes over games on a pretty much weekly basis. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't say you guys are completely out, but do I think you guys realistically winning the Super Bowl? No. Uh, I mean, not not a chance. I, I don't think you guys make it. Like I said, you're not winning NFC West. You don't need to win the NFC West to uh, to make it to make the Super Bowl. But at what point? Like Stafford is great. Stafford's a huge upgrade on on Goff. He stretches the field. He's got a cannon of an arm. But there's a reason why. In like, even with the dominant defense that you guys had last year, right? It wasn't that swapping Goff and Stafford last year would have had you guys win, right? You guys need to stay healthy. You need Cup to take another step forward. You need Woods to continue what he's doing, and you need a third option there. Uh, uh, Josh Reynolds was was okay, right? But he's not great. You, I mean, I don't think realistically you guys have a shot at beating Kansas City. I mean, who? No, no way. There's no way in hell you guys are beating Kansas. You mean City. the team we beat? We we beat in in, in the, the Monday Night Football game a couple years ago. Well, hold on, I got, a, I, I got a question. I a got a Monday question. night so, football game, right? Are you talking about the Todd Gurley Rams? I got a question. Come on, I got a question though. Who in the NFC can contest them besides the Buccaneers? The Packers, maybe. Uh, I think the Seahawks is still better than the Seahawks. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're forgetting the best team in the NFC. All right, Tom Brady. Is 98 years old, okay? At some point, that man's avocado ice cream is going to catch up to him, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he is ridiculous, and he, like, I don't understand it. It makes me want to start eating avocado ice cream, seeing what that man does at 48, I don't know, 43, whatever it is, 44. Um, but, like, I don't think Buccaneers are repeating for sure. Their defense is ridiculous, which helps, and they have Evans, Godwin, uh I guess Gronk, Love, and Brady have, have a love connection. Um, Fournette, Jones out of the back. I mean, they got weapons that, that certainly help Brady, even if he's not – even if he, you do see more arm decline. Um, I mean, the biggest thing about Brady is he's so smart, right? I mean, he never gets hit because he holds onto the ball for a point two seconds and then it's gone. He knows right away, okay, my line is broke in, on this play. I have – I have a, my third read is who I'm going to be looking at, but there's no way I'm going to get to my third read. I'm going to check it down. I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. And Brady's like one of the greatest that, at doing that. I mean, he, he's never been athletic his whole career, but he's never also been hit very much because he's so smart with it. Yes, the Patriots line the whole time he was there was a top five unit probably, but still you, you see guys with top five units on the line that still get hit. Because, like look at Russ. Again, yeah, I'm not saying we have a top five line by any means. Ben, that Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they hold on to the ball too long thinking they're going to be able to make something happen. Like Russell is the worst at it. He pisses me off. I can't even watch him play sometimes. That stupid spin gets him into way more goddamn trouble than it than it creates. Like he's easily just step to the right and throw the ball. Instead, he does a half step to the right and tries to spin. Like you think Aaron Donald's six foot three, three hundred and forty pound ass with like 
whatever quickness that he I – mean, he's ridiculous. Like, you think that's going to stop? Like, come on. He's just got to reach his arm out a little farther. You're done. So, that's what yeah. I mean. That's Buccaneers have a shot, but I don't think they're winning either. I mean, I think uh, Kansas City, I think them losing last year, especially in the fashion that they did where their offense got completely shut down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kansas City won't go to the Super Bowl unless they learn how to run a, unless Andy Reid decides to learn how to run a the ball. They're not getting it now. Okay, that's not fair though. Andy Reid decides to learn how to run. Did, have you have you seen Brian Westbrook's numbers when he was in Philadelphia? I think he knows how to run the ball. The thing is, is he had no, a rookie? But, yeah, but what course, I'm saying yeah. is this: he, he, know, he needs to he needs to implement that more in the offense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear because, you on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. That, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Needs, although I will needs, say, although I will but, say, going into the Super Bowl with no basically no NFL caliber offensive tackles on both sides, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's a tough <laughs> that's matchup. Tough. It's true. It's true. I still think they lose that game. Especially probably. going against a good defense. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, Buccaneers got the balance. Yeah, Buccaneers. I think the the, the main part that Brighton missed out on um, just a couple points that I listened to you talk. Very, very uh, good good take on there. A um, couple things, though. Um, the, the most important thing I think people are missing out on with the Buccaneers, most importantly, is they have chemistry. Uh, they're probably the most cammed out team in the league right now in terms mm-hmm. of how they're all going about each other's business. They're they're having parties together. They're spending a lot of time together. Um, and if for many of you guys don't think, well, not you guys, but for people don't think that chemistry makes a, a big deal um, it in does. sports, you're tripping. It makes a, a a huge deal. So to me, that gives me, that gives them the favorite. You know, what I mean, I'm not going to be, you know, crazy to say. That. I still think my Rams goes to the Super Bowl because that's just my team. Um, but you know, Tampa Tampa Bay is a standard right now for the league. No love for Green Bay. No love for Aaron Rodgers. You don't think he can do it again? The man didn't nah. have a team. He can't do it by himself. He can't do it by himself last year. Jeopardy, though. No, I'm saying he can't Aaron go Rogers. all the way by himself. Right. He oh, can't do it by himself. That was Aaron Rodgers. If if Aaron Rodgers had a a, 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 I don't think Aaron Rodgers is ever going to even get a better shot than last year. To be completely wow. honest, like oh, that's, everything that's it, was man. in his. I think so. I think so. Well, I, I mean, I think. It's what very hard to say their banks. the kind of season that, that he the had. Green Bay Packers had. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. They were I mean, fantastic. I, it's hard to repeat that, bro. Like, Yeah. The the one thing I'm that – I don't see it. Well, the one thing that Aaron Rodgers has going against him is name me one other quarterback that is a premier franchise quarterback that gets absolutely nothing. I mean, they, up until the Jordan Love trade – they have not drafted a NF or an offensive player in the first round the entire time he was there. Uh, then well, they I would throw Andrew Luck in there. Well, the, wait, what yeah, do you mean? No. In terms Luck of getting no help. They talk about Green Bay drafting offensive player. Right, right. You, yeah. But no, Andrew no, no. He Luck, said Andrew Luck also got no help. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. accurate. That's accurate. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, they yeah, could have yeah, drafted him an offensive lineman. Or, yeah, or, or yeah. Or they could have they given him more help. He might not have retired. But outside yeah. of that, right there, there's not like, and as great as Andrew Luck was, right, he's not on he's not on Aaron Rodgers level. He easily could have been there. I mean, he was ridiculous. He easily could have been there if he didn't retire. But Tom Brady, right? He wants something, he gets it. Right? Uh, Drew Brees, he wants something, he gets it. Like they give him a chance. Aaron Rodgers, they do nothing. They like last year, prime example, right? As you mentioned, well, but as you mentioned, right? It's their it's their best shot at winning last year, right? I agree with you on that one. I mean, they had an incredible run game. They had 
two Jamal Williams was ridiculous. Aaron Jones was obviously insane. Devontae Adams had like the greatest season ever almost in terms of a wide receiver. Um, but they like at at some point you've got to give your guy a chance and you've got to go get him a weapon. Like you had multiple guys available towards the end of last year before the trade deadline that they could have went and got, right? Will Fuller granted he got suspended, I think, or maybe I'm confusing that. Yeah, he got suspended. Yeah, I mean, that, that right. wouldn't have worked out if they made the move, right? But they could have easily gotten a guy like Fuller for very cheap towards the end of last year. And they decided to do nothing at all and not make a move. And then this year, I, they did finally draft him a wide receiver. I think it was in the second or the third round. They did finally give him something. Um, but you and AJ Dillon, I think is is ridiculous. I think they're running. I think their running game is going to be better after losing Jamal Williams, even though he was ridiculous. Uh, Aaron Dillon is or AJ Dillon, excuse me. He he's like two fifty and runs like a four four forty. It doesn't even make sense how you can be that big and that fast. Uh, I don't know if he has the twitchiness, uh, you know, of a Jamal Williams or obviously of an Aaron Jones, but it's good to have a little bit of a difference in style too. So I think I think you know Green Bay is definitely up there, but. Without without this kind of goes back to the Rams point, but they don't even have a two option. I mean, it's it's Adams, 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 or or Adams, right? Uh, mm-hmm. On third down, it's li- like Aaron Rodgers doesn't even look at anybody else unless Robert Tunyon somehow is forty yards down the field wide open. You can't trust uh, nobody else, though. <laughs> no, right, Marquez Valdez Scantling drops a pass every time he's wide open. I mean, he catches like one out of three, and he's wide open every time. They got the, Devin uh, Funches. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, they got they, and, and, on, and, and shout out to Sunset and Michael in the chat. They got Cobb back. Yeah. Come on, man. That's that 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 that's uh that's that's James Jones right there. The Randall Cobb is James Jones. Wherever LeBron goes, I'm going. That's Come his on, boy. Man. I, think, I think the biggest. I think the biggest point. Those like I said, those are all really good points that you brought up, right? And I think the just you know just kind of piggyback off that, man. I think Aaron Rodgers works against himself too. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's just in his nature. He he, he has a certain edge, some that certain cockiness to him. Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm on the fence yeah. about it. it. Is what it is. Um, my thing is, you have to be willing to, to bite the bullet sometimes. If you want those people pieces, Tom Brady has given everybody the blueprint. If you want to get take pay cuts to compete, take pay cuts your whole career. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. to. That's a good point. That's a good point. Can I can I can I clarify that real fast? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. Maybe it wasn't because of the fact that he wanted to add more players to the roster. Possibly it may just be because he wanted to stay with Belichick at the time. Uh, I don't think that's uh, – I think uh, especially showing what he showed before his, even his first contract was up, I think he could have got whatever he wanted. I mean, I don't yeah. think – Yeah. I don't think they were saying, and okay, if you want to stay as here. As cool as he was with the owner, he was – he's super cool with Robert Kraft, bro. It okay, a- a- answer Brady this question for me. Who in New like, England has ever got what they wanted as far as contract-wise? Bill Belichick. No, who, who Josh in, McDaniels. Who in New England and, and as a player? As a player. 
Who in New England has ever had gotten a max contract deal outside of Stephon Gilmore? That's that's but again, that's not the Patriot way. They don't build like that. Bill Belichick will get rid of your ass and, and find something that he's always been that pencil in guy. Yeah. I can get this guy out, put this guy in, and fit my system. That's him, and that's that's just how they they adapted that culture. That's that's why. And, that, and you know what? That worked. It's successful. It worked. It did. Yeah. Okay, so how come the rule does not apply to Tom Brady? What do you mean? He took the biggest blow. He's taking pay cuts his whole yeah. career. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right, then. So, you, so you're so basically okay, saying. No, no. The, point, the point is, if Aaron Rodgers would have took more pay cuts, he could have got better, better players on his team. That's why it. he only has one championship. I doubt no, it. I think, I I think doubt it. The, main, the main issue is the Green Bay Packers treat Aaron Rodgers the way the Miami Dolphins treated Dan Marino. As long as we got this guy, we have a chance. Yeah. But when the time comes, when you got to push all your chips in, the middle of the table and you need a you know you need to get that that final asset like when they got charles woodson you need that final piece of the puzzle in the years since they haven't really made the right bet on we need that one guy to come through so and, and kind of like what what he said earlier about how they haven't drafted an offensive player in the first round the entire the, the entire time he's been there it's like at a certain point, you know you got Aaron Rodgers. You know you don't have to have the the the, the greatest of, of the greatest skill players around him. You just need good guys around him that are just solid solid vets. And then you need to make sure that your defensive players get taken care of. I think that's the issue in Green Bay is they never really take care of their defensive players because mm-hmm. that's if, if you have a solid defense and you have Aaron Rodgers, what more do you need? But you know that, they seem to not figure that out. Green Bay, they, exactly they did have Green a solid Bay defense for a little bit. Green Bay was Green Bay overall, and up until the playoffs against uh, Tampa Bay, Green Bay was the best team in football for the most part all year long. Mm-hmm. That was a, the golden opportunity for Aaron Rodgers, and he blew it. There's no way that you take the ball over in Green Bay with a 14 and two record. You're at home. This is what he always said he wanted. He got his wish. You got his wish. Had home field advantage and everything. Mm-hmm. You had four turnovers. You couldn't capitalize, and I'll still take it back to that one play, that one drive that still drives me nuts with Green Bay that game. When Aaron Rodgers had a clear running lane to literally, he could have oh, yeah. walked oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. to the yeah. end zone, oh, yeah. and yeah. he did not, bro. Mm-hmm. Did they kick a field goal on that on on that on that on that drive? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Terrible. I could I could have walked that thing it. into the end zone. I yeah, mean, you could have a child walked through that hole. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think if, if if there's one criticism you can land Aaron Rodgers, I think it's sometimes he he gets a little too cute. He knows oh, yeah. he, he knows he got the magic arm. He gets a little too cute with it. Aaron, hey, there's you know nothing like that watching Aaron Rodgers throw a ball. Though. He's got that the magic arm. Beautiful. You know who's like that too? That we don't want to acknowledge it, but he is Patrick Mahomes. Like, oh, we can definitely acknowledge that. Yeah. We can definitely acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah. Get a little bit too cute. When and he when he starts throwing the ball out. like like a shortstop, yeah. <laughs> or, or when he starts doing no look passes, what? The oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's, it's 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 that you know it's I think it's 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 part of it is like the Steph Curry effect, and it's bled over to all sports, which mm. is this person is so is genre is like genre defining. At this one particular skill, I mean, he's throwing it up from half court. He, he's throwing it up. He's not even looking at it to see if it goes in the basket. He's just walking down the court. He's looking at the mm. crowd. Right? You know what I mean? 
that Aaron Rodgers is that equivalent to football. So sometimes when you could say, you know, man, you could have just ran that in. You might have got touched up a little bit, but you would have scored the touchdown. He's just like, eh, I got the magic arm. I'm good. Right. We, we'll be okay. And I, think, and I think, I also think that it also came down to, uh, and I know this is long overdue. I mean, it's the already, Super Bowl is already won and everything. But I think also it has something to do with the fact that, for the most part, Green Bay's defense was playing very well um, up until that point. So I think it was like, oh, okay, well, the, the, the decision to kick a field goal was like, we're going to get the ball back. We, our defense has been, been playing pretty well they've been turning the ball over from Brady we're going to stop them and whatever and it and it, it, it didn't happen and we, we all know yeah, what happened that's still though I mean that's on the floor I mean I don't care how good your defense is you have Aaron Rodgers you need like I don't even know what it was like fourth and one or fourth and two inside at the end of, towards the end of the game when it was they're in like the 20 yard line uh mm-hmm. and on the flip side, you've got Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Godwin, Gronk mm. on the other side of the field. Okay. Leonard no matter, Fournette. Leonard Scotty Fournette. Miller. Like, come on. You've, you've got to be realistic and put your team in a position to win. And understand, Brady has done this his entire career. You're not, if you give me the ball with four minutes left and no timeouts or what, two timeouts, whatever you have, you're not getting the ball back. Like, period. I'm going to yeah. go in. I'm going to get my 10 yards, 10 yards. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to make it a third. Like, you're not going to get the ball back. Yeah, so, if you're Green Bay, score as many, score as much as you can to keep the yeah. ball away from Brady. Yeah, keep the ball yeah, as long as you can. And, 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 and realistically, look at the situation, right? By them kicking a field goal, they still needed to score a touchdown to win, right? I don't think – I think they were down eight, if I remember correctly. Something like – so they – they still needed to score, right? You didn't need to get the mm. two-point conversion or something. Or maybe they were only down seven and they still needed – I can't remember exactly. But they still needed to score a touchdown, right? So if you still need to score a touchdown either way and you have that much faith in your defense, go for it. You don't get it. They're inside of their 20-yard line or at the 20-yard line. Now you still can have your strong defense and four minutes left. You make the stop. You get a punt back. Then, you, yeah, you got to go down and you got to score two. You got you know go for two if they were down eight or whatever. But or if you score a touchdown, now it's overtime instead of you winning the game. If they were only down seven, you still at least give your cha- your team the best chance to win. Like again, if you believe in your defense, you still should have gone for it. I mean, it's more of a it's more concrete to go for it if you believe in your defense, in my opinion, because again, you're inside the twenty or at the twenty and you're at the five. Was it the five? Was you're it at, that? You at was the it five. that close? Yes, you're at the five. <laughs> if you believe yeah. in your defense that much, go get a goddamn safety. Like, come on. Like, yeah. it's just idiotic. It's the same thing like with but the you Seahawks. Know what? Like, why, why would you, you throw what? the ball? Like, come on. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I would have literally thrown it to – I would have literally handed the ball off on that play. Sorry, let me just get this out real quick. I would have you know literally handed the ball – to John Ryan, our punter at the time, instead of <laughs> like if you're gonna throw a if you're gonna throw the ball, okay, I'll give it to you. If it, if it would have been to Dougie Fresh and and it was picked off, Malcolm Butler made a great play, sure, okay. But you're gonna tell me in your mind, you're talking about too cute here, okay? You're gonna tell me in your mind the best decision that you have is to throw the ball to a slant route to Ricardo Lockett. <laughs> who is a special teams ace and a go route player? Okay, that's your decision. Like, are you? If I'm Russell, I'd be like, "All right, coach, that sounds great." Hey, can we get John Ryan in the game here? Um, 
just for a decoy, and I would have just handed the ball off to drop. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Right. Okay. But the play before that, you know, they stop, they stop, uh, what you call it? They stop the Marshall one. What was this? Yeah, you do yeah, it again. So, run it back. You do it again? Okay. Run, run it, it back. back. I, run it back four times. I want to make a point. I want to make a point that I, 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 I think a lot of people miss, miss on this, this, uh, fourth, this, this goal line play. Um, you got to remember what Marshawn Lynch was representing that year. Um, if you guys remember what he, he was, he was a meme for the most part. I'm just here. So I won't mm-hmm. get fined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no way. In my opinion, I think this is if Pete Carroll just said, you know what? There's that no way that I'm going to put the game winning touchdown in the hands of Marshawn Lynch. Knowing at the end of the game, they're going to stick a microphone in Marshawn Lynch's face. And he's not going to say anything. No, no, no. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think it at wasn't that moment, happen. listen, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me just say, at that moment, if he would have got the game winning touchdown, he would have spoke and spoke up at, at no, that moment. I, I I'm pretty sure he would. No, you Come gotta understand. Now. But if you're the Seahawks, Marshawn well, is a real, a real. Doo, 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 doo. You know what I'm trying to say. I feel you, but 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 that's this. But that would have been the Super Bowl winning. That would have been the Super Bowl winning touchdown. He would have talked. Well, he would have talked. I think he would have talked. Then I think the other thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I'm a Seahawks fan, uh, so I, I, sometimes I might not realize it. As good as he is in the beast mode uh, moniker, everything that he carries, right? He's actually, excuse me, statistically not the greatest in short yardage situations. Right. When you need a when you need a one yard, two yard, fourth down, he's statistically. I'm not saying he can't. He's not a beast. He's not the beast mode. But he statistically, at that point in his career, his whole career was never Jerome Bettis. Was never the guy right. that when you need a yard or two, he's Mike getting Allstott. it for you. Period. Mike Allstott, yeah. He's a better. Yeah. Derrick Henry's a, be- a better version of him at that. That's oh, Derrick Henry's yeah. like the best version. Okay, so, of, of him, so why not 100%. run? Why not instead of throwing a slant, which is ridiculous? That was that play was ridiculous. That, oh, why not just do a quarterback, quarterback, quarterback? But they speed? also, but right they there. also had Richardson, who was a fullback, well, that, who was the best yes, fullback. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. I would have handed the ball to Richardson. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, or sure, quarterback if sneak. you, yeah, quarterback sneak or do an option, right? Get, get, pretend I had it up. Do and RPO. Anything were, except the slant to Ricardo. We're Lockett. popular with that. Dougie fresh on one side. Pretend to hand it off to Marshawn inside. Have Dougie run it out. I mean, see, see if he's open. If not, Russ tuck and go. Like the thing that pissed me off the most was Pete Carroll afterwards. His his description and his reasoning behind what he why he did what he did. He said something along, and I, I might be misquoting it a little bit, so forgive me. But it was ten. 10 years ago, and I try to forget as much of it as I can. Uh, he, he said, we had two timeouts or, or or a timeout or three timeouts left, something like that, and there was 30 seconds left. So we didn't feel like – and it was second down or third down, whatever it was. So we didn't feel like we could run the ball two more times. Like, I, I'm sorry. I mean, you need the two yards, yards – and and I forgive me. I don't. I never played in the National Football League, Pete. But how long does it take an NFL athlete? You could get the slowest lineman. How long does it take them to run two yards? It's going to be like two seconds, three seconds. Okay, yeah. and if you don't get it, it's going to be like two seconds, three seconds. Right. Yeah. You could get back up. You don't even need to spike it. You can get back up, they, run the formation. Had, run they had, they had the play is over in five seconds regardless. Yeah. I mean, if you got no timeouts, you could run the ball every yeah. single time. Like it's just it's ridiculous to me. 
Part of that's part of that's worth. Worth. Plus, got to take ownership. For what it's worth, it was a good game. It was a good game. Oh, 100%. It was a good game. 100%. 100%. Good game. <laughs> but for us, you, for Jermaine Curse to make that catch, all for you to throw the ball to Ricardo Lockett? Like, come <laughs> on. Also, but also, yeah, that's tough. But also, I mean, you got to – you know, you gotta you gotta say Mal- Malcolm Butler did his homework. Oh, that was Malcolm a, Butler that did his was homework. One of the best leads you'll you'll find. I mean, he, he jumped did his before, homework. He jumped before the guy who was getting the ball jumped. I mean, like, he knew he knew the play before they ran it. Hundred percent, which is crazy to me that he. How do you read that? <laughs> Ricardo Lockett. I'm telling you, because <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, it, it's interesting because he, he's probably thinking, man, they're gonna try and they're gonna try and and, and slip one over on us. By you know, Marshawn's over here, Ball was over here, Russ is over here. Man, they gonna man, they gonna slip this to lock it. I see it. I see what they're trying to do. Nobody would have nobody knew he was in the locker numbers if he sees that. I don't know. If you if 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 you look if you look at some of Pete Carroll's late game decision making, he's not necessarily going to give you the direct, hey, we're on the two yard line, let's just run the ball in. That's not that's not what he does. Yeah. He's gonna try. He's gonna try and and catch you off guard, right? He wants to score the touchdown and catch you off guard to show off, being, to show being everyone too, how how smart he is, like right? He was like that at USC. He is, except that, yeah. Well, well, yeah. when you got Reggie Bush at USC, it works every time. Right. <laughs> that was a human cheat code. He could he yeah, could was. run full speed and stop within a yard, and then be back to full speed in like a yard. It was so ridiculous. I don't know why yeah. that didn't translate in the NFL. Reggie Bush started up well, but then he just kind well, of fell. Well, it's interesting. Injuries. Look, look at a guy injuries. like uh, Peter Warwick. He's probably, in terms of agility, in terms of cutting, he was probably the greatest I've ever seen. And then when he hit the NFL, he was just he was just a dude, basically. Oh, oh, the greatest cutter and all that stop at a dime and keep going was was uh, Barry Sanders. He was the best. Oh. He was he was great at that. Boy, he was next level. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was next he was level. Yeah. Hey, Havoc, I am I am so glad you're here for this next topic that I'm about to bring up. Yeah. Because the last couple of days, Banks has just been trolling this quarter particular quarterback. <laughs> and and G Money's just been snickering oh. in the background the whole time. Yeah. So Josh uh, well, Rosen. Hey, good night. Good night. Jo- <laughs> oh man. Josh Rosen finds himself on his 15 now. Wow. With the Atlanta oh, Falcons. God. Now the question that I pose for you guys. <laughs> Is this the team? Well, this I got an answer for you. It <laughs> appears that anytime Josh Rosen joins an NFL franchise, they pick a quarterback in the top five without fail. So, Matt Ryan, <laughs> hey, it sounds like it's your last year. You're going to be replaced not by Josh Rosen, but by whoever they choose to draft ahead of him, who will <laughs> apparently who will who will then take his place, and they will cut him. Which is the story that has been played over and over and over again. DeVore, you know why he was signed. You know what happened. You saw AJ McCarron tore his ACL. They're left with an undrafted free agent as the only quarterback left on the roster. And Josh Rosen is just sitting right there. So if you're Atlanta, you're thinking, well, what are my options? What are what realistically? We're in preseason. We're at the end all oh, at the end of preseason. What are my options? If Josh Rosen is at the top of that list, you don't have any options. But he's the best <laughs> option that you have, so you take that option. You know, they'll be picking the quarterback in the top five next year. Happens without fail. You know, I mean, you know, I, I know we don't want to say it, but he's a, he's, he's, he, he's a journeyman. 
he's a journeyman at this point of his career. He's, you know, this this whole he's never got an opportunity. He's never got a fair chance. I, I, yeah. I'll say as, as as long as you as long as you're getting an NFL check, as long as you get pads and the uniform every day, and you practice every day, and people are watching you practice every Five day, teams. you are given a chance every single day to change their mind. And Five every teams. single time. He comes in. People have a very high idea. He comes in. He always comes out like gangbusters. This happens every training camp. He lights the world on fire. Then what's happened, man? I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. Hey, Josh, man, what's going on, man? You seem to have uh, – your play seems to have taken a step back. Bro, beats me. What do you mean beats you? You're the one who's not playing well. This is the problem with Josh Rosen. (laughs) This is his problem. Thank you, so, you, know, you can have the rest. No, 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 no. Thank you, Happy. Speak. You can speak for me, bro. I have nothing to say about Dr. Rosen. This is a non-factor, like literally. But keep talking, Happy. Keep going, because I, I no, it's, it's just yeah. It's you know, it's, it's 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 just it's just a situation. You know, he's he's Josh Josh Rosen. As long as he wants to be an NFL quarterback, he should never sign a lease longer than one year, because he's never going to be anywhere longer than one year. That those are the breaks. Those are the breaks. Hey, be- before Brighton goes in, I just want to say this: these people that say he doesn't get a chance, this is his fifth team. This is his fifth chance. I don't want to hear that no more. I don't want to hear that. Go ahead, Brighton, because I'm li- I'm like Banks on this one. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, well, I want to start with saying Josh Rosen has not been given a fair chance. No, no. I mean, the only thing I have to say, I'm piggybacking on what you guys are saying. I mean. To all the people, like, don't get me wrong, Arizona wasn't the greatest opportunity, but he still was given a chance, right? Miami wasn't the greatest opportunity, but somebody who makes a difference is going to get the chance to play, right? An NFL team is not designed to lose every single game, right? They want to win. They want to go to the playoffs. They want they want more revenue. They want the championship. They want all of that. So if a guy is going to give them a better chance to win, they're going to play that person. Regardless of what we want to say on the street, this person is better than this, but whatever. In terms of the scheme, the role that they have designed for that individual, right, the team, to give them the best shot to win, they're going to play that person, period. So – all of the people Josh Rosen hasn't been given a chance. Yes, he has. So their it's his fifth NFL team, right? He's had five chances on an NFL roster, not to mention an, a chance to audition for every other team in the NFL, right? If he's a clear <laughs> difference maker, somebody's gonna give him a chance. Like if you're behind Father Time and Brady, like no, you probably aren't gonna play for the Bucks. But if you show well enough in the preseason, well enough in the chance chances that you get somebody's going to make a trade for you somebody's going to go after you and give you the opportunity to start for them but no hasn't been given a chance is a joke i mean that that Ooh. makes <laughs> y'all y'all are spitting facts all we do that's all we do thanks that's, that's it that's all we know it's all we know man why you quiet yo come on now I was just seeing that Brighton was done. Nah, he's waiting for I'm never done, but I got to give other people an opportunity. He's waiting for Quint. He's waiting for our guy, Quinte, to come save us. Shout, hey, by the way, I know Quinte is probably watching this. Shout out to Quinte. Yeah, shout out, shout out, brother. See, this is this is why I have a hard time with this with this hypocrisy uh, oh, Lord, in, in the stream because – yeah, big word. Big word, big word, big word. Uh, <laughs> there's hypocrisy up in here because 
I have a hard time listening to Miami Dolphins fans sit down and talk about how Tua deserved another season under his belt before we could give a, give a true evaluation to him. I have a hard time understanding the 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 Buffalo Bills fans asking for the season to see another opportunity for Josh Josh Allen to play again. Uh, same thing with Baker Mayfield. Um, we're still waiting on Lamar Jackson to these quarterbacks have produced. What are you talking oh, okay. about? These quarterbacks have produced. I let y'all talk. I let y'all talk. I let y'all talk. I sat here and waited patiently. I let you guys talk. So with that being oh said, God. I like all these guys have gotten second year opportunities with the team that drafted them, that invested in them. And with Josh Allen, excuse me, with Josh Rosen's situation, he gets he gets he gets traded to the Miami Dolphins just because they bring in a new head coach and he decides he wants to go with a guy he likes. So after that, it's just a domino effect. Now we want to sit here and, and we want to talk about the, the situation with Miami. The Miami Dolphins won five games. The Dolphins were not a 500 team. They were a terrible team. They were set up for failure that year, the moment that they traded Lermy Tunsil. So I don't want to hear nothing about the Dolphins. Now, when we come back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was he was clearly on the practice squad. So he was not on the active roster. So it, and Brighton he, think he and, and Brighton said already, because he Brighton said already, he's not beating out Tom Brady. So Tom Brady's going to be he the starter. Be in, that Tom Brady's backup. Period, in that time period, there were still teams who needed a quarterback. That's what he decided to do. Him. That was his decision. Oh, that was Josh. That was Josh. That was Josh Rosen's decision. And Banks, you are so hypocritical because you sat there and you said you said Jared Goff was a good quarterback, and he statistically had the worst rookie season for an NFL quarterback ever. Yeah, but- but Banks said he was wrong. He, he admitted that he was no, wrong. No, he didn't say that bullshit. He didn't say that bullshit till after the fucking Super Bowl. So I don't want to hear that. Well, wait. <laughs> no, he didn't say that until after the Super Bowl. As I already told him he was done. It was even worse than Peyton Manning's rookie year statistically. Remember, yeah. he set the record for interceptions. So NSA. NS, okay, I'd rather have you throw 20 interceptions than not throw the ball at all. So, DeVore, you want to know the difference? You, you want to know the difference between josh rosen and all of those other quarterbacks that you named including lamar what's Jackson. the difference what, the, what is the what difference? primary difference is they show an upside they show what upside did jared Goff show what upside <laughs> did jared Goff show because i didn't he see nothing to, i pro- saw nothing he went to the pro bowl regardless of not regardless Regardless or not, he was went to the Pro Bowl. He did go to the Pro he Bowl. He selected as a Pro Bowl. That's not the point. We are talking about that his rookie season. We are talking about his rookie season. <laughs> if it was up to me, he would have got cut after his rookie season because he played like crap. Straight yeah. up garbage. Garbage, Banks. Garbage. That was Jeff Fisher well, now. Come all on. right, the, then. But he the, still the, came back, and he got a second year in the offense with the exact same well, team with the Rams. And you were so optimistic <laughs> about J- Jared Goff when they got Sean McVay in his second year. Y'all haven't even noticed how DeVore has deflected 
the entire no, subject no, of the because, conversation. No, because everybody is talking about everybody is talking about he's is on deflecting. his team. He's on his fifteen, but yet he didn't get a second opportunity with his first team. No, but everybody no. else got a second opportunity I mean, with right. their first team, the including Jared Goff, who I just said Here had the go. worst rookie season as a quarterback, Before. and we gave him a second year with the Rams. So why are we why why are we sitting back and being hypocritical when it comes because to Josh, Josh the, the main the main issue that you have. The main issue with your point is several different organizations with different coaches, different GMs, different coach, different scouts, don't different personnel have it all looked at him, way. and it they have all given Thank up. You don't you don't draft the guy you don't draft the guy in the first round and then you trade him. Marcus Russell's with the Oakland Raiders for three freaking years, and they had no choice but to cut him. Okay, but but again, there, there's there's a a critical point missing. Okay. Do you think the Arizona Cardinals, regardless of what Cliff, Kling, uh, Cliff Kingsbury said when Kyler Murray was just like a senior at high school, okay, or a freshman, regardless of what he said, if I have the number one pick, I'm taking Murray, right, years before. If Rosen showed anything, do you think they're going to waste another first-round pick on Murray? They were not. We don't know that. Yes, we do. What, if, what are you talking? If, yes, we do. if you we, are we showing do. anything, him. you give him a shot. We right? did not draft him. It was no, a, he it was a yeah, former. He didn't draft it was Rosen. another general manager. Rosen. It was a another yep. Yep. coach that drafted yep. him. Yep. So yep. you're bringing in a brand new group of guys. When nine times out yep. of ten, they want to get their guys in the building. That's what they do. So Correct. how but are we going to sit back? Sean, Hey, granted, he didn't have the number one overall pick. Did Sean McVay go out and get a different quarterback? He had no choice. He ain't got no draft picks. It doesn't matter. You don't have to. There's draft isn't the only way to get a quarterback. They, they ain't not, go they look at know. go look at the veterans that were signed right. that offseason. Especially you can Josh go Rogers get a guy. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't, sit, you don't. You don't. You don't sit there. You don't sit. You don't sit there. <laughs> You don't sit there and you make two no, first round picks on one player and then you want to sit there and next year. Why didn't the Rams take him? Josh Rosen was available then. Why? <laughs> you had but, Derek off. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. The Listen. But, but the problem is, the problem is, bro. The problem is, and it's okay that if you, it's like I told you in the group chat, bro. I am so happy for you. And I am so happy for Josh Rosen and his family, who is really fucking rich. He doesn't need, need the NFL because little do you know, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen was wealthy. He doesn't, he doesn't need the NFL, by the way. But mm-hmm. thank you for him and his family that he's in the NFL uniform. He's on the Atlanta Falcons, which what works in his favor is the fact that Matt Ryan has not had the best of health in the last couple of years anyway. Just FYI. So guess what? He's in a perfect place now. In a perfect place. If Matt Ryan goes down, it's, I'm going to put the same pressure because you also said the same shit about Andy Dalton last year. And how did that work out? Anyway, that one is that one Andy Dalton's fault. Hey, but go ahead. It's all, listen, you always have an excuse. <laughs> no, it's not an excuse. Watch the games. Watch the games. Oh, I've watched Josh Rosen play. That nationally, the nationally televised game, Dallas versus Washington. I have literally saw CeeDee Lamb drop four passes in that game, and that was a touchdown pass that he dropped before halftime. Ezekiel Elliott fumbled the ball two times in that game. So how you want to sit back and blame everybody? Andy Dalton. 
for everybody Andy for Dalton everybody else's terrible. issues. Okay. Don't yeah. don't don't let CD Lamb's drop passes and Zeke's two fumbles fool you from the Red Rocket being terrible. Okay. He is Thank terrible. You. Thank you. Which is why which is yeah. why the, 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 the rookie quarterback is gonna start for the Bears by week three. I that guy in the top oh, middle yeah. is on crack. He is not starting nothing. Man. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think I think it comes down to one critical point. Does Josh Rosen have the internal drive necessary to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Because if he retires tomorrow, he's got $18 million that he's already made for doing, for practicing, basically. For practicing. So does he have the internal drive necessary to correct all of the flaws? When you talk about the work ethic flaws, you're talking about the leadership flaws. You're talking about everything we know about him, everything that has caused him to get fired four times, right? Or or traded, a combination of of traded or fired. Is he willing to turn that corner and do what he needs to do to correct his behavior to become successful? Now, I know the answer is no. Everybody else knows the answer is no. You don't seem to want to accept it. The fact that the answer is no. And it's fine because he can make a lot of money doing what he's doing because he's making a lot of money doing what he's doing. But he's not going to be able to do it for much longer until he until he performs. Let me just respond to Cap for Life. Andy Doan ain't Cincinnati Andy Doan no more. Stop it. He's, he's trash. Yeah. Stop it. I, don't yeah. even think, I don't even think Andy Doan's that good even in Cincinnati. He was average. Next time, this he was good enough. Hater, right here, yeah, yo. He was, that, he you was, was a hater. You he was, was a hater. I'm not hating. He was. Andy Dalton's terrible. Next I'm with you on that one, Banks. Hundred percent. He's next terrible. Quarterback. He's terrible. Next quarterback. Next quarterback. Next but he quarterback. sure beat. He sure beat out your Hall of Fame head coach in Pittsburgh, Listen, though. The best. That, the best. That a bitch. The oh best God. quarterback Cincinnati ever had is on the team right now. Book it. Book it. Joey B. Burrow is going to be the best quarterback Cincinnati ever had. Book it. I can't argue with that. Book it. I can't argue with that. I mean, Book they got a Hall of Fame quarterback in their roster. Boomer Esiason. He's going to be even better than Boomer. All right. I think so. We'll see. Listen, Joe Burrow is going to be elite. I, I can promise you. The you know the, last Cincinnati, time? the Cincinnati Bengals, you have to, what I like about Cincinnati is – they may not have the defensive measures, but the pro- the thing with Cincinnati, they're, they're going to play a lot like Kansas City before Kansas City start to get a little bit of average defense. You're going to have to outscore them. You're going to have to outscore them. You're going to have to. Yeah. Because they were putting up 30 points a game last year, and they were losing. Yeah, all the games. <laughs> so... Get ready. I'm telling you, Cincinnati's uh, coming. Shout out, shout out to Joe Burrow because Banks just talked you out of a a, a Hall of Fame ballot just now. You crazy? Joe Burrow's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. He's a, I love Joey B. That's my that's my quarterback. Well, I feel sorry for him because you you sat back and you just signed his death warrant just now. That's my quarterback. Any, anything him. you anything you say on a critical level, it ends up going in the opposite direction. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think I need to stop that's talking. That's usually true. I'm talking less about. Let's, uh, let me start talking less about Tom Brady then. Hey, Tom Brady, he, he, hey, Tom Brady pays some people off. But you said the same thing about the Nets. You said the same thing about Xavier Rhodes. Said the same thing about um, same thing about the Clippers last year. <laughs> Man, I mean, but but also, I mean, you're out why here talking about judgments. 
Yeah, you're talking about judgment. Meanwhile, you think the road to success runs through Adam Gase and Josh Rosen. So I did not say that. That's not what I said. Okay, are you sure about that? Have it. I'm going to say this not to you. I mean this respectfully to you, but disrespectfully to the court. How many times have I been right about the Miami Dolphins? Thank you. And it stands. It stands about the Miami Dolphins even last year. Did they or did they not make the playoffs, DeVore? See, you really can't really, you really can't point this at me because I said the Dolphins were gonna make the playoffs anyway. You can't, nah. You you can go ahead and point at Havoc. You can't point at me because I, I said the Dolphins were making the playoffs. Listen, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Havoc. I told you respectfully to Havoc, disrespectfully to you. <laughs> Why? It does not affect me because we were on the same page. I did not disagree. I sat here and oh, I was like, God, all right, dude, I understand how you feel. You talk your tail a lot, bro. What do you mean I talk my tail? Like I said, I'm a root for my team, but my expectations weren't that high. Brian, if you, uh, Brian, I believe I got a feeling. I got a feeling, Brian, you're going to become a regular on the show at some point. Just, <laughs> I want you to just monitor what the what. Pay very close attention. Yeah, you got to okay? pay attention I, to what he says. Just, you got to watch him. Hey, watch him, bro. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's it's in tape. You can bring it up anytime you want. No, no, we don't need to do that, DeVore, because us being here doesn't count. We can just always <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We approaching that hour mark, so I got one more topic of discussion. Uh, well, we t- today already we got Trevor Lawrence already as the starting quarterback week one of the of the NFL season versus the Texans. Urban Meyer announced that. And then also uh, Vic Vangio announced that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starter for the Denver Broncos. Now what? I will probably say the, the next big announcement is probably going to come down in, in new England between Mac Jones and Cam Newton. That's done. Uh, Saturday. Wait, 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 what's done? Mac Jones. Mac Jones oh, okay. got that job. Lined up. Yes. So, so I'm, I see this. Thing, I, I, team for that. I need to, I need to, I need to get you guys opinion because uh, Saturday, Cam Newton traveled to a Patriots-approved medical appointment, and he ended up missing his COVID-19 daily test, which violated the NFL policy for individuals who aren't vaccinated. So he ended up missing five days of practice. Do you think that is going to basically seal the deal for Mac Jones being a starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. I, I think what yeah. I think what sealed the deal was uh, Mac Jones' play. I don't think. That yeah. was, I mean that's going to be a factor, but Mac Jones has outplayed uh, Cam in the pre in the preseason. So, but that is I'm, a factor. I mean, what, what, they, fan too. what did what did they say? The best ability is availability. If, if 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 Cam wants to continue along this path that he has chosen to go along, which is a path that runs contrary to. What everybody else is doing, uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna open himself he's gonna open himself up to more scrutinization, more testing, all these type of things. So, hey, eventually, Who you know, comment? I think eventually Sorry. what's gonna happen is during the regular season, these 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 issues are gonna keep flaring up, and I think Bill Belichick would rather. I mean, I think first of all, the, the fix was in for Mac Jones the second he's drafted. You didn't have to give him a reason. But now you gave him a reason. He's gonna take it. So, yes, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but also, it's, 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 it's taken it's taken away from the fact that Mac Jones earned. He probably earned that starting spot. 
But people are going to say that he got to hand it to him because of the situation. But he more than likely earned the starting spot regardless yeah, of the situation. I don't think I don't think that argument can really hold any weight anywhere because Bill Belichick has never given anybody anything in his entire life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, piggybacking on both of what you guys said, like, yes, COVID-19, the, the, is that confirmed that he missed Missed the test. I thought he took yes. the test. He mi- he missed he missed the actual time on he the test, it. but he ended up taking it later oh, on. I thought he took it at a place that wasn't approved by the. I think NFL, he took it at a place that wasn't approved. approved by the Patriots. Right. I think that's right. what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, and he said that he was confused about the rules or whatever. I don't get how an NFL team can approve a place that the NFL doesn't approve if it has to be approved by the NFL. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's <laughs> besides the point. Uh, I mean, I, I do think that's going to hey, play man, a role. It's your boss at work, man. It's your bosses. You got to do what your bosses say. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But like, again, Bill Belichick's not giving anybody anything. So if Mac Jones doesn't play and doesn't, doesn't play the right way and earn it, then he's not going to get the start role. But Cam Newton has not shown that he is Superman since the shoulder injury. I mean, his balls Max. last year looked horrendous. Yeah. I mean, he could not throw it past 10 yards with it even looking like remotely an NFL quarterback throwing the ball. Hey, Pat, uh, real quick, can I add to your point just really fast? I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Can I just bring something up? You, you, you brought that up, and I just want to – Cam Newton has not looked the same since the Super Bowl, since DeMarcus Ware – and, and <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. All the boys put that wood on them. Sandwich. Yep, yep. Yeah, he yep. has not looked the same since then. That just be that's just being real. But go ahead. Yeah, bro. no. So it, I mean, again, the NFL team is going to put the person that gives them the best chance <laughs> to win in the in the role, right? I mean, and they didn't draft Mac Jones with the intention of never playing him, right? I mean, it, they gave it, yes, Bill Belichick is going to give each person a shot, but Cam Newton hasn't shown anything, and Mac Jones has. I mean, the preseason he's looked good, and Alabama he looked good. People can say what they want about, oh, he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes or or Josh Allen-level arm talent. Okay, but who in the NFL besides maybe outside Justin Herbert have that type of arm talent? I mean, that that arm talent is ridiculous. Josh Allen can throw the ball like 90 yards. Mahomes can Mm -hmm. probably throw the ball like 80 yards. Like, you don't find arm talent like that just sitting in the back – Back in the woods, waiting to get picked up. Jameis right? Winston, by the way, too, got to throw him in there. Oh yes, he yes, a that's very true. nice deep ball. Yeah, yep. cannon. But it's not. It's not even just about arm time. I mean, somebody said something about Jamarcus Russell earlier, right? Why he got three years in the NFL? I think it was Devore. Was because that man could throw the ball fifty yards on his knees, which is fucking. Excuse yeah. me, like, it's just how, how could like that doesn't even make sense. Wild smelling like Tennessee, right? That's what I was just gonna say. And not no showing brain. up to meetings and not watching. Yeah. Them. Oh, did you, and did you hear about? Yeah, that's how the the coach gave him a blank disc. Did, hey, yo, Jamarcus, you tell us what your favorite plays are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got y'all. Hey, about um, can we can we touch on Damian Lillard a little bit before we go? Oh can yeah, we 1, about, can we talk about Josh Rosen's talent? Never mind. No, we're done with that. <laughs> no, we 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 gonna go ahead and go to go to Damian Lillard, right? So. <clears throat> Due to consistent rumors about the possible trade of Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard still comes out and still admits that he is going to be staying with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Now, early, earlier, uh, earlier during the offseason, there was rumors about him possibly going to the Lakers and possibly being a, a even trade for point guard Ben Simmons. Do y'all think that 
Damian Lillard will stay with the Portland Trailblazers for the well, 2021 it, season. It wasn't only the Lakers and it wasn't only the Sixers, but there was talk about, which is crazy, there was talk about him going to the Warriors as well, which that would have been him, Steph, and, and, and Clay would have been insane. But um, as far as his chances of staying with, with Portland, I, I think Dame is an old school cat, you know, like like Kobe and Michael and Dirk and, and Larry Bird, you know, just stay on one team. Wade was like that too until Pat Roddy screwed that up. You know, just want to, you know, grind with one team. But that's that's honorable. But unfortunately, that's not going to – you're not going to win a championship that way. Like, nobody wants to come to Portland. He's going to be stuck alone. He, it might get frustrated. So there's a chance that he might request a trade in the middle of the season. But to begin the season, yeah, he's going to be on Portland. But um, if if I'm Dame, if I'm a Dame fan, I want him to go to a team where he might have a chance. I don't – I think him and, him, him and Philly would work – if Joel can stay healthy. If he can't stay healthy, then no. That's the only thing. But yeah, that's that's all I want to say about Dame. I think I, mean, I, I think, think Dame yeah. is trying to save face. Yeah. Just my yeah. honest opinion. I think I think behind the scenes, Portland is probably working on something, maybe in my opinion. And I think Dame is trying to get it to where he's not hated if he happens to get traded by Portland. Mm-hmm. Or it comes out and make it seem like he quit on them. I think it's going to be, look like where it was just it wasn't me, it was the management team. That's what I think it is. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. I, I think he's just he's trying to build. I mean, he's built up enough goodwill, but right now he's just trying to make sure that he maintains that level of goodwill that he has, so he doesn't get traded to the Pelicans. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank God. I hope not. Because I love. Right. Because goodwill. like because the you know if 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 depending on the note that you uh you know depending on the the way you choose to behave around the management. You know, they could trade you into a good situation, or they can trade you to the Pelicans. Wait, hold on. The right. Pelicans are not a bad situation now. Yeah, I mean, right. they, got, they got talent. They got talent. Zion and the Pelicans and Lillard, have had I think talent. Be a pretty good combo. The yeah, Pelicans be... have had talent the past few years and can never seem to get it together. Well, recently, I mean, I think post-Davis, it's not fair. They're so young. I mean, they don't have a shot. And, well, and they, even Davis, they broke, they're, they're breaking that up right now. Lonzo's yeah, gone. Ingram's yeah, about but, to be gone. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. No, uh, real quick, let me just say, can we please put some respect on Damian Lillard's name? I don't know who's in charge of creating these headlines, but y'all at least better spell the name right because it's an A, not an E in Damian. But I had to call out DeVore on that one. I knew it was and use a snitch. Had to call out DeVore. Hey, listen, we got a white guy. Listen, DeVore, we got a white guy on the staff now, bro. We can't make any types of mistakes, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you ever need somebody to uh, spell check, you know, let me know. That's Uh, funny. But, uh, no. No, I'm just giving DeVore a hard time. Just giving DeVore a hard time. Uh, no, since no, I don't no. see him in person anymore, I have to give him a hard time when I do uh, see him here you through the camera. A, you keep a job doing that, bro. Just no, listen, as long as you keep pissing him yeah. off, you can stay employed. I don't care about anything else. Well, I'll be here forever then, so don't you worry about exactly. that. Thank you. Okay. As long uh, as I mean, my brother off every episode, I don't care. Don't worry. There we go. There we go. Don't worry. The Seahawks and the Rams will play two times this year. Oh, I can't wait till the Wednesday after that. After that game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we're gonna see Banks crying on stream here. It's gonna be. It's gonna oh be no! Great. Don't worry. He ain't gonna be. He ain't gonna be mad up to show up. 
<laughs> I will say, Banks don't necessarily have the greatest track record when it comes to his teams losing and him showing up next stream. That's all well, I'm saying. Well, don't worry. We're going to make him, at least for the Seahawks loss. He's got to he's gotta own that here right, on the go, stream. Let me, go, let me go on my filing cabinet real quick and pull out these contracts real quick. I think y'all, let me be right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he about to go Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have forgot on this. Right? <laughs> no, I love y'all boys, man. I love y'all boys. That was dope. Well, I mean, I uh, touching back on, on the actual topic here. Sorry for getting off track there. Uh, I do think, you know, uh, I, I don't think Damian Lillard is necessarily trying to save face. I think he's trying to see if he can make it work, right? If if he wants out and he makes it known that he wants out, who is realistically in their right mind going to even want to go to Portland, right? If you're if you're working on a trade where you're moving Nurkic and some picks, or you're moving CJ and whatever, and you're getting a package of assets that you think is going to make your team better. And Lillard's still on the roster. Why? Like, who's gonna make that move? You know, like that. That's. I mean, not most of the players that they'd be trading for probably have a no trade clause, right? But still, nobody's gonna want to go to Portland. So I think he's twofold. Like, yes, it is saving his face a little bit if he does get traded in terms of the fan base that he's clearly made it known he's been committed to for the last decade. Uh, they still love him, but I think I think what he's done in Portland and Dame time. I mean, everything he's already accomplished there he'll have love regardless of if it's a Anthony Davis type exit or not, you know, but you know I what? don't think, just, yeah, yeah, go ahead. To your point, just to your point, And just another team that we didn't mention, uh, Jalen Brown, he can be traded Boston. to the Celtics. Too. The that's Celtics, the best yeah, the Celtics, destination to me. That's the yeah. best. Better, than, yeah. better, better than Philly. Better than Philly. Oh yeah. Right. Cause you're not, you're not worried about Joel Embiid if you're going to Boston. Right, right. I mean, no. to Banks's point, or I think at least I think that was. Oh no, maybe that was Yuji. Uh, without Joel Embiid, they're not winning anything. Like, period. Yeah. I don't care who you trade for, unless you get Kobe out to grave and you get Mike back in his prime. Like, <laughs> you ain't winning unless Joel Embiid is is there and yeah. dominating. Like, yeah. if, if even if he's like he was in in games three through five or whatever it was of Atlanta series where he clearly wasn't right, like you're not going to win. Well, he, yeah, he was still balling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except, except Wait, his he, teammate, his teammate was a little bit not more not right than oh. he was. What about oh. the Heat? You don't see Damian <laughs> in the Miami Heat uniform? No, nah, they they got Lowry. They got Lowry. They gave I don't an like Lowry. I don't like Lowry. I like I, I, I like Lowry. Like Wait, you I said like Damian? Did we didn't we discuss this? Damian Lillard is not stepping foot in Miami, bro. Why? why they, now, I mean, I would have I would have preferred getting Damian Lillard over Lowry, but you know, it is what it is. Absolutely, but I, would I don't prefer Dragic over Lowry. No, let's not let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I like Dragic. I like Dragic as much as everybody else, man. But we, we get what we what we six years. So hey, Dragic the same good. age. the same age. He, he helped carry them to the finals. I no, know. He, he helped. He's a beast. I if he didn't get hurt. They might have had a shot. I mean, I don't think so, realistically. But I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm aware. But I but I think that the the thing is, right now, if you look the if you look at the Miami Heat, they Basically had no playmakers. They had no playmakers outside of Jimmy Butler, so they actually needed a point guard to be a point guard, not necessarily a a scoring point guard. Hey, right. be, are you laughing at the, hey, the chat? Hey, real quick, yeah, I got to give a shout out to Count for Life here and the, Mike uh, Bad, Boys. <laughs> and the Bad Boys here. Uh, it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, it is interesting. Kyle, Black Kyle Lowry, Romans. Chris Paul. They, every time I see them, they appear to be out of shape. 
Like, but I, I know they're NBA athletes, but they, every time I see them, it's like hey, they don't look like they be hitting hey, the weight room. I got a normal body. I got, I got, I got, got money. I, I got money. Whatever. Whoever wants to wager this, Kyle Lowry will be in the best shape of his NBA career oh, yeah. this oh, yeah, year. Jimmy Miami, Butler yeah. is not playing around. He has to be. Yeah. That's yeah. why yeah, I think Tyler Harrow. I think Tyler Harrow is going to be the real deal at some point in his NBA career. Solely due to the fact that Jimmy Butler has taken him under his wing. Let, let's remind you the fact that Jimmy Butler was on the Minnesota Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns, oh, yeah. who's statistically one of the everybody. greatest big men of his time. He had uh, Andrew Wiggins, who was a number one pick, right? And he said, you guys are trash. Like, I do not want to touch you guys. No. And then well, he goes to Miami and he says, Tyler Harrow, this kid can play. I want to play with this, like, and he's nurturing. I think Tyler Harrell is going to be really good. At well, some. I don't think he might not be a superstar, but I think he's going to be really good. He can he can be he can be a six man of the year candidate, no problem. But <laughs> I, I I do think, and I'm I'm high and I'm high on Tyler Hero saying that. But I wow. will say this much: um, they really don't. They don't. They don't play with that body. I, I will say this much though. I, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. He's 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 garnered a lot of goodwill the past few years, but he is. The most talented, softest big man I have ever seen in my entire yeah. life. I've seen yeah. him get pushed off the block by point guards. <laughs> well, and it's crazy. It's crazy because, yes, he's soft, but he's so aggressive. Like, if you watch him in the post, he is, weird. Throwing, he is throwing bows at people when he's got the ball. Like, he is putting the pain down. And then yeah. he gets on defense, and he looks like Danilo Gallinari back there. He just, but. He's got a strained glute, and he misses – 60 games. But here's the main issue I have with with Carl Anthony Towns. It has nothing to do with his skill level or his play. It's the fact that you can mentally take him out the game. You can mentally mentally affect his ability to play. He has that Ben Ben Simmons syndrome, except it's not as as high. Let's be let, let's not ever disrespect somebody in that light ever again. Yeah, that, okay? that's a bit harsh. That's <laughs> like, a bit harsh. For somebody who is six ten, fast as can be, can, has the ball handling skills of Muggsy, but like of a midget, right? Like, I don't understand how you shoot the ball zero times in the fourth quarter. Like, you can say what you want about free throws. You can say what you want. He needs to get a jumper. I don't care about any of that. If the dude like. If you watch a full game of the 76ers, you'll see about two to five minutes worth of ridiculously high-level, aggressive monster of Ben Simmons. And then you'll yeah. see about 38 to 40 minutes, depending on how, how many minutes he's playing that game, of me on the basketball court in the NBA. Like, I don't know what to do. Here you go, <laughs> Joel. You take man. it. Here you dude, go. The dude Seth had a wide-open dunk. Wide-open dunk. Against a six foot guy and pass the ball. The, problem, yes. the, stuck it. the, the yes. main, the main, the main problem is Ben Simmons when he's practicing or Ben Simmons when he's scrimmaging isn't is like all NBA. He's like an <laughs> all NBA scrimmage player. But when you get him on the floor, all of a sudden, you know what I'm, you know what I'm not going to do? Shoot. And, 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 and then he has the nerve to blame the Sixers. Like he's mad. This is your fault. You're the reason why you're not. Playing well, you're not even attempting they're, the shot. Just they're backing the shot, up from bro. you. They're backing up from you at 12 feet. 12 feet. Allowed elementary school basketball players now well, have that shot in their bag. Well, and again, not even that. Look at what Doc Rivers did, right? 
with Rajon Rondo, who's a worse, technically a worse version of Ben Simmons, right? He can't shoot. He's shorter. He's not as fast. He's not as, I mean, he's a ridiculous passer and is probably as good as Simmons, but he doesn't have the vision because he's smaller. And, right. and look what, look what they want a chance. They want, like, Ben, do something. Go. Like, it's just, yeah. I cannot. Uh, if I, yeah. Seeing somebody like that just gets you pissed off because it's like it's just one of those things. Somebody else should have deserved that athleticism. <laughs> if, 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 they're, if they're leaving you just blaringly wide open, it doesn't matter what shot it is. You have to take that shot. I mean, bro, like there's nobody within five feet of you, and you yep. refuse to take a mid-range J. What type <laughs> of a basketball player t- turns down that shot? Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get him. I don't get him. Like I said, man, if if we can get that if we can get that scrimmage, Ben Simmons, man, it, it, the Philly, Philly would be a lock for the Eastern Conference Finals. It might be, be a lock for the Finals. Yeah, but you will be. You, he that still wants Mello, to show the, the hoodie, Ben Simmons. Yeah, because I've been seeing him in practice. He's out here hitting fadeaways and and hitting three like, <laughs> it's Why are you practicing these shots? You're not taking in the game. It's, it's, on a loop. it's definitely on a loop. Um. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we close this thing out? We're approaching that uh, hour and 20-minute mark. Just want to make a quick announcement. Uh, thanks to the inspiration that Banks and him inviting me to the show. I think it's been, what, six months now? Something like that, almost? Um, I have a podcast called called uh, Self-Made, what I do with my homegirl. What we do is we bring people on to speak about, you know, the Black community, to speak about starting over. I personally, just you know, to it quick, I had to start over basically, lost a relationship. I was really down emotionally. So, you know, Banks gave me that motivation. So uh, we already got two episodes in. It's on Spotify. It's pretty good. So I just want to say that. And again, just peace and love to everybody. everybody I had, you know, I had no happiness. idea, man. Nah, yeah, 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 he was keeping that on the down low, wasn't you? He was yeah. saving the big announcement for the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Banks. I appreciate it. Again, man, you allowing me to bro, come I'm on this show. Bro. And all yeah, your brothers appreciate. Hey, it. put that, put the name of that in the in the in the chat, please. Okay. And uh, a bright, bright, and nice to meet you, brother. I hope you can, you know, become a regular on the guest. You, you were great and havoc. Another Wednesday, got you. Another Wednesday is good to have yeah. you. And that's it. I'm done. Hey, we missing an infinity stone. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Quinte as well. Shout out to Quinte. We missing yeah. an infinity stone. Yeah, I mean, if we're out here begging up. Begging up YouTube accounts, I'll just say, no passes given. Just crossed 700 subscribers. We crossed it over. We just crossed over 50,000 total views. So we're marching, marching towards a thousand. Giving y'all these, uh, these psychological food reviews. I will say. So thank you for all the support. And as always, it's a, it's always a pleasure being here. Yeah, I want to appreciate you guys having me on. Let me come in. I definitely uh, like to become a regular. It's definitely a good time, uh, you know, hanging out, talking sports, uh, seeing other points of view and stuff like that. So I appreciate you guys having me on, and I definitely will give uh, the the self made podcast here here a chance. Definitely yep. looking at uh, try to find some stuff to whether it's inspirational or, or just you know self growth, focusing on on reflecting on you know me and what I need to do better and how I need to become better that's most of the stuff that I'm trying to listen to and, and focus my energy on now but you know self-made definitely seems like it's in kind of that realm so definitely give it a shot there and just really appreciate you guys giving me a shot here on the show like I said it was a great time and definitely look to look look uh look forward to future shows and uh, especially the ones on uh, the Wednesday after that Rams and, and Seahawks games <clears throat>
<laughs> go Seahawks. Hey, there we go, DeVore. Go Let's ahead, Neon Green, somebody baby. Go ahead, 12. Go ahead, 12, man. F them Rams. F them Rams. We'll quote all that out. Just leave the go Seahawks. That's the only <laughs> thing I want the clip of DeVore saying. Woo. Man, it's not a, how much. How Thanks. Much, you, you sure you, I'm, you I'm you're not regretting telling me to be here more? <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't, man. I just want to know how much penis can divorce take. And anyway. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, man. Uh, well, oh, what, no, with all jokes to the side, man. Um, This is a. Uh, it, I kind of probably get a little bit choked up here. I'm sorry, uh, but seriously, man, um, I'm proud of y'all boys. Um, I mean that. Um, y'all know how I am, man. Um, I'm extremely proud of you guys um, and what you guys overcome every day. Um, you know, as as we know, it's, it's not easy being men. Just forget the race, the ethnicity, the color, whatever. It's just not easy being a man. At the end of the day. Um, and uh, as y'all also know, I got my own thing going on behind the scenes too. Besides this show, uh, I have my other show too that I do, uh, which is the the My Brother's Keeper show, and that's been that's why I haven't been here in a few weeks because I've been um, locked in doing that. But even doing that, I still been you know behind the scenes trying to push a not for debate podcast and things like that. Um, and you know, and like I said, if, even if the My Brother's Keeper show doesn't becomes big success or the not for debate podcast has become a big success. I feel good knowing that it's opening doors and it's giving people confidence and, and giving them, you know, the opportunity to just, you know, feel themselves. Because every every man, in my opinion, should feel good about himself. You know, you're no value to be, you know, you're no value to anybody if you don't feel good about yourself. Um, so, um, and I know that this show couldn't be what it is without you guys, um, honestly. And I'm I. I'm thankful to God that God has allowed me the opportunity to uh, meet every last single one of you, including Brian. Definitely, you know, speak with you a little bit more on a personal level when we get backstage. We get some other time because I got to get ready to go to bed soon. Um, but I enjoy having you on the show, brother. Uh, you bring that. You bring that. Uh, you bring a different audience in, man. Um, you definitely know your shit, and I respect that, bro. And uh, again, congratulations on fatherhood, bro. That's what you know. These guys will tell you, bro. And I'm sorry I'm getting kind of long winded here, but this is who I am, bro. Like I, I. I push positivity all day, every day. Yeah, we might fuss and fight and argue on sports topics, but outside of sports, these guys will tell you, bro, I'm I'm all about positivity and push my brothers to be as great as they can possibly be. I don't believe in I have the utmost faith in Devor as a person, as a man. That's that's my little brother. Like I have the utmost faith. And like I told him, whenever the Not for Debate podcast gets to that point where it's, you know, because to me, I feel like this is more his baby than mine. He just supported my plan with it. You know what I mean? But I definitely plan on, you know, handing him the keys on a full-time basis because, you know, I feel like, like I said, he, he sacrificed a lot, even with his own personal YouTube channel, to help me run this. And uh, I, I'm I'm thankful. And, um, again, I'm just really happy for each one of you guys. Happy, I'm proud of you for, uh, you know, even if you had to take a step back for a little bit to work on your, your education. I'm proud of you for that, bro. Um, keep Appreciate it going. It. Uh, as you, as I said before, I'm proud of you. Keep stay hungry, stay driven, stay determined. Uh, even some of the guys that fell along the wayside. Uh, uh, my guy Shake, you know, um, if Shake happens to see this episode, which I, I still think Shake does watch the episodes from time to time, but you know, you know, I miss having you on the show as well, bro. Um, 
you know, I wish we could, you know, sit down and talk like you two. Um, maybe it'll happen one day. Who knows? Um, but uh, Greg, proud of you, bro. I didn't know that you were even doing that, but uh, hey, man, way to go, bro. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to see you looking. You're looking a lot more leaner. You got there's a shine on your face. You're smiling more. I see that you're being, like I said, you're a little less sensitive when it comes to the Facebook stuff. Now you seem more driven, more hungry. I love that shit, bro. I'm proud of you, bro. Keep it up. Keep that show going, bro. Anytime you want to come on to the other show, you know the opportunity is there for you. Want to come on? I mean, uh, the My Brother's Keeper show. You know, you more than welcome to come on in and have a good time with me. Um, so yeah, that's that's. I'm sorry, guys, but you know, I'm I'm really. Really, really proud of y'all, boys. Seriously, I wish y'all nothing but the best, man. Love y'all. I'm gonna I appreciate that. Say, I'm gonna definitely going to have to learn how to say what I need to say before Bank says what he needs to say because I feel like he covered everything. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it again, Brighton. We appreciate you coming on this evening. Havoc is as always great work. Um, G. Dropped, dropped, a, dropped a nuclear bomb today. He started his own podcast. I, he said he's two episodes in, and I, I didn't even, even listen to the first one. What? Uh, but, he even tell us, man. Yeah, he didn't even tell us. So, uh, again, be sure to check out the Self Made Podcast. It's on Spotify. Is it on Apple Podcast right. Music? Uh, not yet. Just Spotify for right. now. Okay, so. Check out Old so Giving. Yep. So, yes, uh, Self Made is it just self-made podcast or just self-made? Self-made with PNG. Self-made with okay. PNG. Okay. Self-made with PNG on spot on Spotify. Right also, like uh like Havoc just said, no passes giving is up. So yeah, with that, that be yes, definitely check that out if you're interested into cooking reviews. Um, I try to school Havoc as much as I possibly can up on here as far as how to butterfly a steak. <laughs> <laughs> Those that y'all have rocked with us <laughs> for that long will know where I'm referencing that too. But uh, be sure to go ahead and follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook page. You can also listen back to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. We'll be back Saturday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern time. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. Peace. Oh, we're we are out of here, man. Sorry, did you, did you cut it? No, go ahead. No, nah, one last thing. Uh, well, a real close friend of mine, my brother, uh, Jeremiah Tarpley, Um, I want to dedicate this show uh, to his mother's uh, memory. Uh, his mom passed away last week due to COVID. Um, mm-hmm. And we have her funeral to prepare for on Saturday. Um, so, uh, Jay, I know you watch the show from time to time, brother. I'm going to start your loss, man. Um, we'll be linking up in a, in a couple of days, but uh, definitely want to give a shout out to my boy Jeremiah um, for his mother passing away. So, shout out to you, bro. Keep your head up. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers That's going it. out to Jeremiah. Respect. Yeah. Respect. Uh, this is the Not for the Bay podcast. We are go- out of here, man. Peace and love. Peace.